This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is On Purpose on the Blaze Radio Network. From MTV to Power Woman TV, how do you make the jump? How do you start where you are right now and make the leap to where you really want to be? Amy Palmer joins us with that answer right now. Amy, what was it that did it for you? Well, you know, obviously that's a 15-year run of how I got from there to here, but really it was about, I, I always had a vision for myself. I always knew that wherever I was, I wasn't going to be staying there too long. Mm. It wasn't that I was, wasn't committed to where I was. It was, what am I learning here that I'm going to take to the next step? Mm -hmm. So I went through MTV and I worked on everything that a 20 something wanted to work on the beach house, TRL, you know, these fun spring break shows that, you know, you, we would see all the wildness going on and sure. the celebrities. I learned obviously a lot from there. I had a lot of fun, but I knew that I wanted to be on television. I knew that I wanted my own voice. So I took a, an 80% pay cut at the age of 29 years old. Mm. My parents were like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, really, we put you through college, yeah. which was a sacrifice for them, and you're doing quite well as a producer, and now you're going back to where you were at 22 and making no money. Oh, they never. I mean, and they mean well, right? Parents, oh, yeah. relatives, but they always look at you like leaving the nest, leaving the safe zone, right? What are you doing? Like, what could you possibly be thinking? Yeah. And also because they grew up in a very different generation where right. someone had a job for mm -hmm. 35 years and then mm -hmm. had a pension, right? My parents the same way, same right. way. Okay, so they didn't understand that we were this generation that we were going to jump from job to job, take what we wanted from each job mm -hmm. and possibly do something great. So I, I, I went on camera and I was horrible. I was so bad. I, 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 and I would critique myself, which was an interesting thing because as a producer, I had coached all these famous people, you know, at MTV, I would have Justin Timberlake and Halle Berry and JLo and Christina Aguilera come in and I would pr produce their segments yeah. and I would produce the, the VJs and Carson Daly and, and everyone we grew up with. So I knew when I was bad. So I was able to look at myself, the tapes and I'm, you know, I'm sure as a radio guy, like, you know, too, right. Mm -hmm. You've had to kind of coach yourself through some dark things. And, um, and I was able to get myself to a place that I thought I was better. I, um, eventually got hired in, uh, in New York city as a TV publicist slash producer for a network that was run by the city of New York called NYC TV. Mm. And Mike Bloomberg was our mayor then, mm -hmm. who's an incredible visionary. And he had put some resources behind this government television station. I obviously, I obviously saw it as a breeding ground for me to come in and build something great. But they hired me to be 
you know, a producer. In my mind, I knew that I was going to be on air. So I went there and I said to my general manager, I said, listen, I have an idea for an entertainment show. I'm going to use all my contacts that I have at MTV and I'm going to create something amazing for the city of New York. And he said, "Okay." he allowed me to do that. I ran around New York City for four years and I put together a show called New York 360 that focused on music, fashion, theater, uh, technology. It was the um, the emergence of startups at the time. So I was interviewing, you know, the founder of Daily Candy and and all these great companies and Thrillist. And I created this show that I literally thought would last for three episodes, wound up airing on NBC in New York and nominated for several Emmys. Man. Yeah. And I I just knew that I was in my sweet spot because I wasn't just on camera. I was creating the show. I was developing other talent on the show. And I was able to really take things that I was seeing that was happening, the cultural zeitgeist in New York and putting it on in media. So this was it was very exciting for me. So you're taking like the things that you already know or have learned right in other places, those resources, the contacts, network, all of that. And you're you're kind of using that to fuel and develop this new thing. You kind of skate to where the puck is going and you're saying, I want to do this. And you use all of that. I used all of it. And remember, I was working, I was used to working at MTV, which had the best shooters, the best editors, <laughs> right? And I went yeah. to the municipal building downtown yeah. by yeah. the courthouses <laughs> with, I mean, they were great. They really wanted to learn, but, uh-huh. you know, guys who were used to shooting the mayor at press conferences. Yep. And I would, I was taking them to, the red carpets to the movie premieres mm, to mm, the mm. celebrities to, to the set of Martha Stewart's TV oh, show. Boy. And I was teaching them how to shoot for, you know, an entertainment tonight type show. Right. So there was a big learning curve. There is also at the editors. And I have to say it was a great time in my life because I was able to really develop myself. And like I said, a lot of talent. Do you learn more through that process of teaching them too? Oh my gosh. I, Yes. And it's it gives me it gives me joy, too, because they can be frustrated with me because I'm sure as any business person out there or entrepreneur out there who's listening, you have something in your head mm-hmm. and it's up to us yeah. to be able to tell that to other, someone else who doesn't have that image in their head. So that's that was very challenging for me. But after several years and, you know, some some bumps, we got there. When but yes, I do enjoy that. When you're creative, like you like you said, you have that vision, right? You have that picture of what's in your head. And you really, that's the toughest part, right, is, is communicating that to other people. You know people aren't. They're either going to come with you or they're not. Most probably not. But if you can, you can help communicate that and move them along. And I always said, uh, this is so funny, Amy, because this would happen to me in my career on the radio, but it also still happens now when I talk to people where I noticed that if you can make it with in situations where you don't have everything that you need, like, you know, you have that list of like, Oh, I need all of this perfect stuff and I can do exactly what I want to do. If I have this equipment and if I have these people and all those things, right. If you can make it without those things, you can make it anywhere. And I tell the people that I talk to now who have the same situation, they're struggling, like you said, in that kind of environment, in the situation where they don't have 
um, what they what they really would love to have and they're lacking in those things. I said, man, this is this is the best. Get ready because what you're doing now, you, you couldn't pay for. You're learning how to make this happen. So when you do have all those things, all the toys and the the bells and the whistles and everything that you want, it's going to be so much better. It's so much easier. It's here. Here's the irony. When you're an entrepreneur and you don't have any resources and you have to think out of the box, it becomes natural for you to make things happen and you Mm -hmm. can move very, very quickly. When you become more successful and you have all the bells and the whistles that you then have to deal with layers of corporation, Mm -hmm. which makes it harder to make it happen, even though you have the bells and the whistles. Mm -hmm. So you almost wish you could go back to mm. being that to move to moving so quickly with yeah. your you know mayor you know the the team that that shoots the mayor because oh, they're yeah. just you're, you're you're I call it running and gunning I said we're just going to run and gun it guys yeah. take take your cameras we're going to go shoot this segment and we're going to edit it in 24 hours but when you're at a network you've got to go through this this department this approval that and it's it's so much harder but that's why entrepreneurs are winning because we move faster quicker and smarter than corporate america and so anyone who's struggling and thinking oh well she had cameramen and she had this uh we have iphones now that are better than the cameras that i shot those shows with that were nominated for emmys full disclosure this show is being recorded on an iPhone. And it's it's fantastic. It and it's great. better than any studio. Yeah. <laughs> right? right? It's better than any sound studio you could go to. What? So it, it's just we are in such a remarkable time right now, mm-hmm. especially for content creation, that there is no excuse for somebody to say, I can't do it because I don't have all of those things. Yeah. And we have and we also have distribution. So we have Facebook Live, we have YouTube, we have Snapchat, we have everything we need. I honestly think we're in a really golden age, and I think we're going to look back years from now and look at this moment and say, well, I I had an idea for this and I didn't do it. And that's the thing, the regret, right? Knowing that now is the time to make these things happen. You can build a fortune with a YouTube channel or on Facebook or you know, with simple tools and technologies right now that that are are, are amazing and most most are free. That's the- they're all free. It really they're all free. All it does is require patience, and it requires not giving up. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think, oh, I just did a Facebook Live and three people came. <laughs> well, what if you did Facebook Live every single day and you kept building followers and sure. followers and followers, and then by the end of it, you had 100,000 followers. You built something. And those are the stories and those are the people who will break through. But it's also the equivalent of our parents or people who were coming up in the 70s and 80s who hustled and who did it who who uh, stood out from the crowd in their own way. It's just applying the same mm-hmm. hustle, but using different technologies. And we have so much more afforded to us now that there really isn't that excuse. So, yeah, you do not need the equipment to build a TV show, a radio show, or anything like that. How do you take your weaknesses and turn them into your strengths? Can that even be done? Amy Palmer joins us to 
tell us a little bit more about how she did it in her own life. And I think you may be surprised. The answer is not what you think it is. We're back with Amy right after this. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network.